This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Full Pole Wines. So I like wine. Yes, me too. And I don't know how to pick a good wine. I don't know if I trust those little cards at the grocery store. I certainly don't trust myself. Who writes those things? I only trust Full Pull Wines. Uh, Full Pull Wines are some real wine lovers in Seattle who have a wine importing and distributing business uh, that works for you. You sign up for their mailing list. They tell you about some cool Northwest wines or uh, some imported boutique wines that are available to you at a really great price mm-hmm. and are going to be delicious. Yeah, and you can have them delivered to you if you don't live in Seattle. If you live here in Seattle, you just go pick them up at their warehouse in Soto. We went there, did some tasting. It was great. It was nice. We recommend it. So to get on it, go to fullpullwines.com. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, a dating show where we tell you (laughs) how to get along on a date. Yeah, well, Matthew just picked up this, like, gallon-sized bag of cookie cutters and put them on the table and said... I got out these cookie cutters in case we ran out of things to talk about. When has that ever happened to us on this show? Um, the canned tomato episode. Oh, did we just look at each other in, in... It was the it was the most terrible thing that's ever happened. <laughs> ever. I don't remember that. I remember good. that it Lucky was you. Oh, okay. Oh wow, these smell good. Do they? Oh, uh wait, I have other cookies. Okay. Oh gosh, they do smell good. Let's just not tell people what the episode is about. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um, so today's episode was suggested by host Molly. That's me. Today we are talking about gingerbread cookies. Uh-huh, and how to date them. And how to, how to date them. Um, no, we are specifically talking about, like, the kind of gingerbread cookies that you see around the holidays. We're not talking about, like, m- like molasses crinkle cookies. We're talking about, like... Crispy, like uh, anthropomorphic. Yeah, crispy anthropomorphic cookies, CACs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay, Matthew, uh, take us down memory lane. Okay, I definitely ate these as a kid. This is my memory lane every time. Like, I. I ate these as a kid. I ate these as a kid, but I don't have any particular memories of liking or strongly disliking them. I ate these as a kid, and I would say the same thing. Um, I, yeah, probably mostly, no, probably some homemade and some bagged. This is very exciting. I seem to remember there being like some sort of tea thing that was organized at the home 
home of like a family friend and my mom took me there and I had to wear like a fancy party dress. Oh, this sounds terrible. This is really giving away so much about my my youth. And you had to bring your horse. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Um, To pass the time, we did things like dress up in fancy dresses and go to people's fancy homes and decorate gingerbread cookies. And Sean from Hunan. Yeah, he would show up in his pleated pants. He would bring me my sweet and sour chicken. No, and Sean was not there. (laughs) Okay. Why didn't you invite Sean? What's wrong with Sean? I don't know. Sometimes I wonder where he is. That might actually be hard to find out. It might be hard to find out. It's easy to find anybody these days except maybe him. Yeah, yeah. Sean's gone off the grid. You know, uh, cookies. Mm-hmm. We need to get like into you know which like uh, what part of the body do you eat first? You know what happened here? <clears throat> yeah. Um, we we just uh, uh, you know sometimes we we tape two episodes in one day usually even. And our previous episode was cold brew coffee. And despite being warned uh, by my wife not to drink too much cold brew Are coffee, you electrified. I drank too much cold brew coffee. Now I can tell I'm talking really fast. And you're you're like and twitch- your and fidgeting. Yeah. fidgeting. Yeah, you're fidgeting. Okay, so you know what? Let's 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 uh, settle ourselves down with a little bedtime story from Wikipedia. <laughs> That's a good idea. Um, Matthew has done some research <laughs> on gingerbread cookies. Take okay, it away, Matthew. Here's what I learned. Most gingerbread men share a roughly humanoid shape with stubby feet and no fingers. Oh, God. Many gingerbread men have a face. (laughs) Though whether the features are indentations within the face itself or other candies stuck on with icing or chocolate varies from recipe to recipe. Can you imagine being an alien and trying to understand (laughs) holiday traditions and reading this? Many Many gingerbread men have a face. face. And then um, my favorite part of the Wikipedia page about gingerbread cookies (laughs) was that there is a photo captioned, gingerbread man and his wife. (laughs) The gingerbread man's wife has been reduced to... (laughs) She doesn't even get a name. No. His wife. To be fair, he doesn't get a name either. But... (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. So Um, I texted you last night and I said, I'm making some gingerbread person cookies. Um, I I don't feel comfortable calling them gingerbread men in 2017. Gingerbread people? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, And uh, and I said, do you want them crunchy or soft? And you said you think of them as being crunchy. And I think I do too. And yet I think I actually like soft cookies better. I definitely prefer soft cookies. And I'm not even totally sure how these came out. I know they're crunchy around the edges, but I don't know how they if whether they cooled to being crunchy all the way through. I think that there's a... You know, when I really think about it, um, a, a gingerbread man, I'm not looking for a gingerbread person. Excuse what, me. what are you looking for in I'm, a gingerbread person in a, <laughs> in a dating context? I am not looking for it to be crunchy the way that like a, like an overbaked chocolate chip cookie gets oh, crunchy. I don't want no. that. I'm looking for my gingerbread people to be firm, mm-hmm. like able to counts. hold their shape. <laughs> And um, and I'm looking for them to have at least a little bit of snap between mm-hmm. the teeth. Does it ever bother you that they don't have fingers? No, because I don't know. Like there are there are. Um, I'm not saying it should, but yeah, no, it does. Okay. It doesn't bother me. These have weird little like fists, though. <laughs> they really the ones do. That you made. Um, well, the I, so I followed sexy. the Martha Stewart's cookies book recipe. <laughs> And she has you roll out the dough and then freeze it and then cut the the cookie people and then freeze it again and then bake it, which I think is to preserve the shape. The shape. And I almost feel like it preserved the shape too well. 
Hmm. Like you wanted no, a little more spread. Like like there's no like homey like lumpiness about them. Oh, but I don't think I'm looking for homey lumpiness in a gingerbread person. Then I think why I'm, did you put that on your OK Cupid profile? I think I'm looking for it in like a molasses crinkle cookie. Okay. Yeah. Well, can we eat one of these? Yeah, let's do. Should I like take one and split it in half? I put. I, I put... really hold on. I love so so. Matthew has left one undecorated, one with just two buttons in the chest area, one with three buttons going down its front, and and the one with three buttons also has two eyes made from red hots and a mouth made from red hots. It's the like buttons are also made from red silently hots. Silently screaming that yes. one. Yes. So Iris, my daughter, decorated that one and she she put on the buttons. I'm like, that's cute. She said, uh, and she put on the eyes. I'm like, oh, that's that's cute. It's like a little person. And then she put on the mouth and then it looked terrifying. Yeah. The, the mouth, it, it's suddenly really scary. Okay, wait. So do you break it or do you bite it? I think I usually, these are fairly large ones and I'll, I'll break it rather than, I'll break it and then bite it. Mm, I love the texture of these. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's a little bit of a stale cookie texture, mm-hmm. but it's what I'm looking for. It's firm. It resists the teeth, mm-hmm. but it also has some give to it. And it's got lots of spices. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the spices. I don't mean lots of different spices, but a large quantity. So it's got nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger, and cloves in significant quantities. Matthew, I noticed that I ate the legs off and you ate the head off Interesting. Yours. Is this typical of, of your eating gingerbread person <coughs> style? I think I'll get typically go head first, yeah. Huh, I definitely would like go... Like how I dive into life. I would go extremities first. Lower extremities. <laughs> Specifically. <feet>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about them texturally? Well, I mean, I, I agree that this is gingerbread person cookie texture, but... It makes me think about, I want this flavor in a molasses cookie that's soft and chewy. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I kind of feel like the person who developed, like, the the first full, like, gingerbread person recipe as, as we think of it today. Who was himself a gingerbread <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were going for something that that had a certain function, and that function was to be made <laughs> in a roughly humanoid shape and decorated oh, with I terrifying that... things like red hot mouths and eyes. I thought the function was to be put to work in some sort of factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also got Pepperidge Farm Gingerman cookies, hmm. which may be pronounced Gingerman. I don't know. Well, that's definitely more of a snappy texture. Mm-hmm. I see that we have reversed our trend here. Oh, my God. I ate the head off first. Well, these are smaller. I didn't really even pay attention. See, these are like... These just taste like ginger snaps. Yeah. And I think a ginger snap should taste different from a gingerbread cookie. Yeah. So, I mean, th- I think these are good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, different. Got, they're nice and snappy. They're but, very snappy. But they're not really a gingerbread person cookie the way and I the think of it. the flavor is really different. I think a gingerbread person has like more spices somehow than a yeah. ginger snap, which is like a true uh, ginger snap. <laughs> true, a true snap. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Now, Third Love has a bra for every season, every body type, every outfit, and every occasion. You know, I, I'm mostly like a jeans and t-shirt kind of person. Uh-huh. However, like anybody, I like to dress up, especially around the holiday sure. season. And, you know, you need a good strapless bra. Maybe you need a good bra that does a little, like, push-up action. Mm-hmm. 
Third Love has expanded their line over the years that I've been wearing these bras. And they now have a bra for pretty much every type of outfit a person could need. I think that's their new slogan, a bra for all seasons. (laughs) A bra for all seasons. You can have that free from us, Third Love, is our (laughs) holiday gift to you. Yeah. So anyway, if you are a spilled milk listener and you have not yet tried a third love bra for yourself or or the person with breasts you love, uh-huh. you should get on it because spilled milk is offering you 15% off your first purchase. So to get on that, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. You can use their free fit finder tool that is so quick and easy and fun to use mm-hmm. and get 15% off your first purchase. Yep. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. So, Matthew, do you want to tell the gingerbread man fairy tale that you wrote on our agenda here? Well, I actually only wrote the end because it was the part that I liked. So, you know, um, there's like a become like a standard version that probably like originated in some nursery rhyme book or something uh, where it's like uh, run, run as fast as you can. Can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Which uh, which happens after like so someone bakes a gingerbread man cookie and then it jumps off of the cookie sheet and runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to Wikipedia, the tale ends with a fox catching and eating the gingerbread man who cries as he's devoured. I'm quarter gone. I'm half gone. I'm three quarters gone. I'm all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The, what part of him cries? I'm all gone. I don't know, and it it's. Uh, it's disturbing in a lot of different ways. It really um, is. The gingerbread man remains a common subject for American children's literature into the 21st century. Yeah, I mean, if you go to the bookstore, a significant proportion <laughs> so of all books are about stories. the gingerbread man. <laughs> the retellings often omit the original ending. Well, yeah, for good reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's a, half gone. I'm three quarters gone. <laughs> right, because it's, it's like ginger murder. It is. It's ginger murder. And it's like really weird. Like, was he speaking from beyond? Was it? <gasps> was, was. Was he in the upside down? And oh. he spoke like through the wall. I'm glad you brought this up because I was a little nervous when you came over today about whether we were still friends because of our d- different feelings about episode seven of Stranger Things. The, uh, of season two. <laughs> of season two. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. When Eleven goes to Chicago and like joins the street gang. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh my God. I was like actually rolling my eyes through the entire episode. And I was like, I want to go to Chicago and join and join a cool gang with like. They were not cool. They were like dumb. I mean, dumb can be cool. <laughs> anyway, I understand the function I mean, of cool, the episode. There's a lot like, of overlap between like cool and dumb. Like she learned the source of her power and she learned how to harness it, which allowed her to then do what she did in the finale. I mean, but yeah. But I mean, really, that, that whole episode was such a waste. But I mean, being cool, I'm I'm kind of off the show and onto like what is cool now. You know, we like to think of like, like you know, being cool is just being yourself. We know that's not true. Being cool is yeah, doing things like, you know, skipping true. school, committing crimes, yep. smoking. Yeah, um, having these a are mohawk. Dumb, yeah, these are dumb things to do, and yet so cool. Do you still think they're cool? Like, for real? No. Um, a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do any of those things? I mean, I think what, what were the, committing crimes, yeah. the things I said. Um, Did you Have you ever committed a crime? I've shoplifted maybe oh, me too. once. And we me talked too. about this during on the sack lunch yeah. live show. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I'm, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think I shoplifted one time. It was a headphone splitter from Radio Shack. I didn't get caught, but I felt really bad about it. And then, okay, what about other things? Have you ever had a mohawk? No. Have I, you ever skipped school? Yes. Okay. Is this uh, the purity test? Wait, what other things? Um, uh, 
Have I had, ever had unprotected sex? Yes. Okay. But it was with the intention of getting pregnant. Oh, that was the only time? Um, d- do I want to talk about this on the show? <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Um, I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's turn this around to you. Have you okay? Have you committed a crime other than shoplifting? No, no. Um, I mean, well, I mean, like speeding. Mm, I don't mm-hmm. think that's a crime. Jaywalking. Oh yeah. my god, I'm a big jaywalker. Yeah, the, no, these are more like infractions. I yeah, think. no, I I haven't done I'm, anything I'm other other than like shoplifting. Up. No. You ever kill a man? <laughs> you can, this is a safe space. You can tell me. I won't tell anyone. Uh, go on. Um, okay, so I made the like I said, I made the recipe from uh, from Martha Stewart cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, I did I not say bookmark the page. So I talk about say, something while I find it. I gotta say, I think the flavor of the gingerbread men you made is like just okay. Mm-hmm. I've had better. Um, I think that the clove flavor is a little strong. Yeah, maybe so. Cloves, interesting. I think maybe this is not interesting. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say it's interesting how different spices are are like some are stronger than others. I <laughs> but that's so, not interesting. Well, so I bought um, cloves most recently in like the bulk section at my grocery store, the bulk herbs and spices section, and so I brought them home in like a little ziploc, tiny ziploc baggie. They smelled so strong, even through the baggie, I had to put them in a sealed glass jar to put them in my spice drawer because it was so intense. And was that even that enough, or did you then have that to put them and in I a safe deposit the same, box? I have to do the same thing with cumin, with ground cumin. Yeah, that's strong stuff. It's so strong. It's amazing. It's really amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need to sit here for a few minutes to just to just take Absorb that in. It. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so the recipe is actually called gingerbread snowflakes, and you're supposed to cut these big snowflakes and then make a snowy pattern on them with royal icing. And Molly was like, oh, I'll make the royal icing. And then when you got here, you're like, do I really have to make icing? Well, so so you were saying, so Martha Stewart's royal icing recipe, will you tell us about it? Yes, it's on page 241, which I will flip to now. Okay. Listen for the page turning sound. <laughs> royal icing, one pound confectioner sugar sh- shifted. <laughs> wow. And five tablespoons of meringue powder. And then as soon as I saw meringue powder, I'm like, I don't know where you get that. Is that a thing? You know, I got to say, like, what the hell, Martha Stewart? Like, uh, that is, I feel like that is irresponsible recipe writing. Can we we get her on the show to talk about this? Who is going to go buy meringue powder? Let's make this approachable. Plus, where does meringue powder come from? Egg whites. Let's look up other royal icing recipes and see if they call for egg whites. Let's hear it. Okay, so. A couple of years ago, Matthew's mom, shout out to Judy Amster, (laughs) appears on every episode, gave me um, the collection The Good Cook, uh, which came out, God, I can't remember, I don't know when these were published, but it's like a 20- In the past. In the the past. It's a 20-something book collection, Uh, and, and these books are like individual topics. This one is Cookies and Crackers. I looked up Royal Icing in it. Here we go. Confectioner's Sugar, Egg Whites- Strained fresh lemon juice. Now, that is what I have always thought of royal icing as being. And I had never thought about royal icing before because <laughs> I did not know what it was. So, yeah, basically you mix um, you mix some of the confectioner sugar with the egg whites. You add the lemon juice. You start beating it. Uh, you're gradually adding the sugar. Basically, you're beating it for a long time. Oh, yeah. And you're looking for it to get smooth and creamy. And you need to use it immediately or you can keep it, like I guess, covered with a damp cloth for up to half 
half an hour, but really it starts to harden right away. Is this you basically this is, got an uncooked meringue? This is different though from like a ten minute frosting or whatever that's called, right? Oh God, I don't, I don't. I, this seven is something. Mi- seven seven mi- minutes. Thank let's, you. Oh, let's seven look minutes what, frosting in heaven. Hold on. <laughs> You know, seven minutes in heaven is better than six minutes in heaven. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm quoting uh, Flight of the Concord season one. Oh, okay. Two minutes in heaven is better than one minute in heaven. <laughs> I definitely have watched that, but it was a long time ago. The, the first season was really good. It was really funny. It was really good. And then, then I think that's the tough it thing. It introduced the world to Kristen Shaw, right? Yeah, and to Jermaine... Clement, well, yeah, who I who I think is pretty great. I noticed on the same page of the Good Cook, um, there's a recipe for nut filling and nut paste. <laughs> seven minute, seven minute workout. That's what I was looking for. Okay, okay. Well, that's what you do. Oh, while... seven minutes in heaven. It also pulled that. <laughs> okay. These are all things you can do while the frosting is being made. You can do a seven minute workout and or play seven minutes in heaven. What is seven minutes in heaven? Oh, is it that, where you go in the closet? This is something I I have done. Really, I've never done this. Yeah, it didn't it didn't go the way I was hoping, I don't think. Oh, okay. Do you go in the closet with someone? Yeah, you someone go in the closet and, with someone. And you just get to do whatever for seven minutes? Well, I mean, with consent, that hopefully. Sounds, sounds, well, yeah, I mean, come on now. That, uh, of course. Okay, a seven-minute frosting is very similar. It is sugar, corn syrup, egg whites, and vanilla. Okay. And what you wind up with is glossy and voluminous. Yeah, it's beautiful. It doesn't taste very good, but it's gorgeous. So it's more like, I would say like a, it seems like it winds up more like a cake frosting as opposed yeah, to a... Or, or, yeah, I was going to say, or a cupcake frosting, which is what <laughs> I used it for. <laughs> okay, um, whereas royal icing is going to be thin, it's like drizzleable. You can use it to draw on your your gingerbread cookie. Right, make a make a snowy pattern or a or a ginger person face or whatever. Correct. Um, I just realized when I said that I played Seven Minutes in Heaven, I might be confusing myself with the movie Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, okay. that's happened before. Okay, yeah. Um, do you want to you want to crack open this <laughs> bag of? Um, <laughs> There's a strange ant, I mean, fly on my water that's oh, wow. not like a normal house fly. No, that's weird. It's, it's creepy, it's right? It's probably a bad omen, like a, it's probably like a silence of the lambs kind of thing. I'm sure it is. Anyway, so we didn't make royal icing today, but royal icing is what would generally be used to decorate your, your gingerbread men. And um, if you come across one with meringue powder, I don't know, keep searching because but, that just seems unnecessary. But do you know what the thought I had when I saw that was? I was like, wait, what if everybody else has meringue powder no, except me? No, they don't. What if everybody is cool like 11 Chicago street gang buddies? Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so I'm glad we've gotten to the bottom of royal icing. What makes it royal anyway? Oh, um, is it a royal pain in the ass? <laughs> that's it. Yes, it probably is. I mean, anything with egg whites really is. Yes, off with its head. Maybe this is why meringue powder. Maybe it's easier to work with. I. But you're probably going to drop like twelve bucks for a little for vial. a little vial. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little sachet. This episode was brought to you by Third Love. Now, as you know, because we've mentioned it on the show, uh, my wife has several Third Love bras, and they look terrific, and she says they are among the best-fitting bras and most comfortable that she's ever owned. Yeah, I am, I mean, I'm pretty much always wearing a Third Love bra at this point, and, and I can testify to everything that Lori says. So to get your own at 15% off this holiday season, go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. 
wow, we made it through that whole episode and we didn't even have to resort to talking about different shapes of cookie cutters. Like, Ooh, I mean, goodness. but no, so we glad. need to talk about it for a minute because, okay, because like there's the person shape and uh, there's the snowflake shape. Are there any other shapes of gingerbread cookies that, mm. that are at all traditional? Like a Christmas tree, a Christmas right? tree, or I feel like a bell. Yes, like I a, agree. Like, what is the deal with or bells? Or a stegosaurus. Oh, look, you've What's got What's a- the deal with bells? <laughs> Why are bells a Christmas thing? Um, cause they're cause you ring them. God, and you guys are really into Canada here. You've got two <laughs> different sh- sizes of maple leaves in your cookie cutter collection. And I don't know if we got those in Canada or like if someone from Canada brought them to us or if they're not even actually. <laughs> that's like a rooster, I think, oh, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's this is what you do on the date. You're like, I brought oh, all these I cookie like, cutters. Like, look, it's. Casper the Friendly Ghost, uh-huh. except it's an upside-down snowman. Yeah, see, this would be a terrific date, don't you think? Just sit around in front of the fire, pull it out. Uh, oh. It's like playing the... the Look, uh, it's a bell. Yep, the Guess the Animal game. Yeah, from Animal Crackers. From Animal Crackers, yeah. yes, but but you don't have to like carry crackers around, <laughs> cookies around with you. <laughs> oh, but that would be, yeah, that'd be terrible. noisy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Whoa, you guys have a weird monkey. Oh, we do have a weird monkey. <laughs> Weird monkey cutter. <laughs> we have a weird fly and a weird monkey. Oh, a heart. You you guys have two different cats. Mm-hmm. You don't pull out the heart cookie cutter unless the date is going really well. <laughs> yeah. uh, tiny gingerbread um, person in a, a skirt. I think that's an angel. <laughs> <laughs> there are no wings. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Wait, what is? Oh, is this a pumpkin? It's a weird ass pumpkin. It's yeah, it, 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 on the label it's a weird ass pumpkin. <laughs> uh, okay, well that was fun. That was super fun. You want to go out again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us online at okcupid.com. <laughs> where we're desperately trying to meet other people. <laughs> Who are interest, as interested? I'm just looking for somebody who feels the same way that I do about cookie cutting. Mm-hmm. Good work, uh, bicycle guy. That, that's, that's what that was, right? Yes. Yeah, I also wanted to do the guy who just says, "I'm, I'm very or lonely." I'm so, or no, I'm very, very lonely. <laughs> that's the subtext of all of them, right? Yeah. Shout out to singles. Uh-huh. Yep. You can find us on yeah spilledmilkpodcast.com. You can find us on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast and on Instagram at spilledmilkpodcast. <laughs> we'll probably post a picture of like a bunch of cookie cutters in a bag. Yeah, probably. That's my and, guess. And um, anyway, thanks for thanks for spending another year with us. Oh, yeah. This is almost our last episode of the yeah, year. Yeah, there'll this just is, be one more this year. Yeah, I don't even know what it's going to be. Do Me? I? Uh, I think we decided it. Oh, I think it's it's, it's some kind of seafood. Let's, oh, let's yeah. not give okay. it away. All right, no spoilers. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll spoil Stranger Things, but we're not going to spoil <laughs> what's on the next episode of Spilled Milk. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Spilled Milk. You can you can eat us head first or tail first. We don't care. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. That's not what it is, but that, that's from The Little Mermaid. I want to be where the people are. Something, something, see them dancing. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 